Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. In three, two, one. Seven things you probably didn't know you need to know. I'm Jamie Easton. This, this is the Smart Seven. Good morning, everybody. It's Friday the 21st of August, and happy birthday to Kim Cottrell, Carrie-Anne Moss, Liam Howlett, and Usain Bolt. As governments across the world battle rising cases, the travel quarantine list continues to shift. The good news is now you can go to Portugal, but you're going to have to cross Croatia, Austria, Trinidad or Tobago off the list. Croatian Tourist Board spokesperson Dorija Rake is not thrilled about it at all. We are definitely disappointed. Um, We are absolutely certain that we will be able to contain the virus. The government is monitoring the situation. Despite pulling the BTEC results at the last minute, the GCSE results did come out yesterday and they jumped up with record grades across the board. Meanwhile, Schools Minister Nick Gibb told ITV News he didn't even see the algorithm issues until it was too late. We didn't, I didn't see the algorithm until it was published on Thursday. Why weren't you asking for the algorithm? This is one of the most disruptive years in history for exam pupils. Why didn't you ask for the algorithm? Because the issue for us was the model on which uh, the, and then the algorithm is the implementation of the model by the independent regulator. Hmm. Three years after the Manchester bombing at an Ariana Grande concert, the bomber's brother has been sentenced to at least 55 years for the murder of 22 people. The court heard that Hashim Abedi was just as guilty as his brother who detonated the bomb. The mother and stepfather of one of the victims, Martin Het, spoke outside the court. For me personally, I don't know how you feel, but for me personally, I know it's a long sentence, but it's just a number. And to me, the sentence is totally irrelevant. My energy is really more uh, better suited to be directed to all the families that were in there alongside us, all the impact statements that were read out by all the, you know, from all the injured people. They deserve our emotions. Another member of Donald Trump's 2016 campaign team was arrested and charged yesterday. Steve Bannon, the scruffy guru who helped him tap into his angry base, was arrested on a Chinese billionaire's yacht and charged with fraud for misusing funds from a crowdfunded project called We Build the Wall. Trump, of course, has barely even heard of good old Steve. Well, I feel very badly. I haven't been dealing with him for a long period of time, as most of the people in this room know. Uh, He was involved in our campaign. He worked for Goldman Sachs. He worked worked for a lot of companies, but he was involved likewise in our campaign and uh, for a small part of the administration very early on. I haven't been dealing with him at all. Uh, I know nothing about the project other than I didn't like, when I read about it, I didn't like it. I said, this is for government, this isn't for private people. 
and it sounded to me like showboating. Miles Taylor, former Homeland Security advisor, has been telling everybody he can about how worrying the president's behavior is. I am telling you with every fiber of my being that some of the president's closest advisors did not think he had the mental acuity to do the actual job. The Democrats' convention wrapped up with the formal nomination of Joe Biden as presidential candidate, and he spoke last night on a speech carried across all the networks, including Fox News. Here he is explaining how the events in Charlottesville three years ago inspired him to run. Close your eyes. Remember what you saw on television. Remember seeing those neo-Nazis and Klansmen and white supremacists coming out of fields with lighted torches. Remember the violent clash that ensued between those spreading hate and those with the courage to stand against it. And remember what the president said when asked? He said there were, quote, very fine people on both sides. At that moment, I knew I'd have to run. He then talked powerfully about grief and loss and the 170,000 Americans who've died in the pandemic. I have some idea how it feels to lose someone you love. I know that deep black hole that opens up in the middle of your chest and you feel like you're being sucked into it. I know how mean and cruel and unfair life can be sometimes. But I've learned two things. First, your loved one may have left this earth, but they'll never leave your heart. They'll always be with you. You'll always hear them. And second, I found the best way through pain and loss and grief is to find purpose. 3 It's the third test today for England versus Pakistan and Joe Root wants the English team to give it their all. He spoke to BBC 5 Live. We've got no excuses, every opportunity to go out there and and throw everything into this last game and that's all you can really ask of of the group. They've worked really hard throughout this period. There's been different challenges to put up with compared to a normal test summer and I think we've responded well to them to be honest and we've got one more week of really hard graft give everything to, to the badge and to the team and to each other uh, and make sure we finish the summer spring. They may be one of the oldest bands still touring, but it hasn't changed their passion for life on the road. Rolling Stone Ronnie Wood is appalled at the idea that it might be a few years before they get back on tour. Please don't say a few years. I want to be out this, this time next year, for sure. Yeah. We're not holding our breath, otherwise we'd have all collapsed. But we are... Uh, sort of happily carrying on day by day chores and enjoying our families and but the thing is there's got to be a time when somebody sorts out what we you know some direction of what we're going to do somebody's got to lead this thing 
Olivia Wilde has hinted that she's going to direct a new Spider-Woman movie. She's had quite the career, first as an actress and then as a director with her fantastic debut, Booksmart. We have seen Spider-Woman before, briefly in various movies, most recently as Gwen Stacy in Into the Spider-Verse. All right, people, let's start at the beginning one last time. My name is Gwen Stacy. I was bitten by a radioactive spider. And for the last two years, I've been the one and only Spider-Woman. You guys know the rest. There's one thing Olivia mustn't forget, the words of Uncle Ben. With great power comes great responsibility. This has been the Smart Seven. Be smart, wear a mask. We've got an Alexa skill now, so enable us and then just say, Alexa, play the Smart Seven. We're back tomorrow at 7am. Like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.